Good day thinkers, thought leaders, progressives, and dreamers. I'm Craig the Writer Stewart, and this is So Much to Say. These are my thoughts in my voice on black shit, white shit, gay shit, and everything in between. Today we are talking to Pinky. She is the owner of Slutty Vegan. Now, Slutty Vegan is a very, very popular food truck in Atlanta. And you guessed it, all of the food is vegan. You would not believe that these burgers aren't really burgers. Now, some of you may know that I am the showrunner for the Queen's Supreme Court show with T.S. Madison. And so I invited the slutty vegan to cater the food for the Monday night Queen's Supreme Court show. And we absolutely fell in love with their burgers. We could not believe that these vegan burgers were meatless. We thought the bacon was actually bacon, but it was not. It is all plant-based. And I want to have a conversation with her tonight to find out how she got into this business, how long she's been vegan, and why it's important that we consider a plant-based diet. So if you're not subscribed to this podcast, go ahead and do so right now. It is absolutely free. We're available in SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, wherever you can listen to a podcast. Listen and enjoy. This is very personal work for me. Politics. Politics. I believe I was called to... Tell my story, use my voice, be a voice for the community, to speak to and for a community of people that's been ignored, denied, love, relationships, religion. This is my life's work. Religion, religion. I want to use words to uplift, heal, inspire, encourage. Do something different. Something different. So I wanted to have Pinky on. I told you guys that I would have the owner of the Slutty Vegan uh, on the podcast because it's really important. We need to get you a battery because your phone is dying. Look, when you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Right. <laughs> it's good. But we got you, you need to plug it over here? No, we good. Oh, okay. So she's originally from Baltimore, right? Baltimore City. Right. She went to Clark Atlanta, which almost was the college that I went to. And you should have went. I Never. ended up going to Hampton. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Psych, <laughs> <laughs> y'all. Don't eat me up in the comments. Right. But she's originally from Baltimore. So you moved down here to go to college at, at Clark, right? Yeah. So um, I was born and raised in Baltimore. Uh, uh-huh. My parents are Jamaican. Um, I didn't know that. I grew up with Jamaicans and Trinidadians. Really? So I know all about sorrel. Oh, and Aki and Sawfish. Aki and, and Sawfish. And tamarind balls. And okay. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. knew there was a reason I liked you. Yeah, so my parents are um, Jamaican. Uh-huh. Um, I grew up in a single family household. Okay. My dad did 20 years in prison. Mm. So... I always had like a hustle mentality. Okay. And I knew that I was different. So in okay. high school, I was making McChickens, selling them, having parties at 14 years old. So wait, you made them a chicken? No, I would buy them oh, you would from buy McDonald's them and then you for $2. Spend... I mean, you... for $1, I would sell them for $2. Because at school, you want yeah. something from outside I was a hustler. of the school, I was... so you would buy it. I would sell water to a well. So oh, wow. <laughs> when I turned 17, um, I knew that I wanted to go to college and I okay. wanted to get away. Because, you know, you're from Baltimore. Yeah, so, it's rough. You know, we didn't. We weren't raised in the best conditions, mm-hmm. especially coming from the environment that I grew up in. Now, where, where in Baltimore are you from? I'm from Park Heights. A, a lot worse than where I grew up. Watch it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the east side. East side of Baltimore. East side um, is not that... Uh... Yeah, well, I'm not saying that it wasn't killings and shootings when right. I was growing up. However, mm-hmm. there weren't many people who I could look up to who mm-hmm. were successful, who were doing things aside from my mother who had four jobs, not because she wanted to, because she needed to supply and support the family. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you have seven, siblings? Uh-huh. Okay. It's eight of us. So oh. I'm the youngest. I'm the baby. I know. Really? My father was a hoe. Okay. Can I say that? Can I say hoe? Uh, yeah, we can okay. constantly do hoe. whatever we want here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so wait, so... Oh, wow, you have seven siblings? Yep, I have seven. Now, let me ask you this. Are you the one in your family yes. that's doing something? Yeah. That's actually doing something yeah, with your life? I'm the one. See, we have that in common, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know. go ahead. And that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> that's we, a we whole have to have show. you come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so when I was 17, I moved to Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, I was on my own. Like okay. I drove down there by myself. I had a dream that... <laughs> I sound like Martin Luther King. Yeah. No, I had a dream. No, I moved to Atlanta, um, and my whole life changed. So I went from being this girl from around the way from Baltimore City to being in pageants, joining a sorority. No, what sorority? Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Where y'all at? Ooh. 
Right, right. I just want to do that. Okay. Okay, that's dope. Okay, so your life changed not just because, I'm guessing, not just because you were here for college, but also because you came from Baltimore and you came to Atlanta and you saw the way that black folks were living here. Yes. And I didn't get to experience in that Mm -hmm. that kind of way in Baltimore. So, you know, throughout my matriculation um, at CAU, like, I met a lot of people. I met a lot of good people. So when I graduated from college... Um, I wanted to be an actress. I wanted to uh-huh. be in front of the camera. So um, I packed up everything, $300 and a duffel bag and a suitcase, and I moved to L.A. And so I wait, wait. So you came here for college? I went to college. I okay. graduated. And then you moved to L.A.? And I moved to L.A. I walked away from everything. I we have that in common, too. Yeah, Because really? I lived in L.A. I wrote my first book in L.A. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. So yeah. you were in L.A. from when to when? I went in 2010, and I stayed till 2012. I was there when you were there. I That's moved so there crazy. in 2011. Wow. Where were you living in LA? In a three bedroom apartment with 10 people. Oh. <laughs> Hello. In well, North Hollywood. In North Hollywood. I yeah, love North Hollywood. North Avenue. Yeah. See, yeah. I was living, when I first moved there, I was in the Crenshaw district. Ooh. What? Crenshaw? I was in a house though. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> but then I did. But then I did have a brief stay at the jungle. Le- okay, you with the jungle. Oh, I know the jungle. Yeah. And then I moved to Pasadena. <laughs> okay. And then I settled in. Um, uh, Westchester, like Westchester, Inglewood, okay. right there, yeah, like La Tijera. I love LA though. Me too. I miss it. Yeah, but I lived there I... twice. Did you? Yeah. Let me let me tell the story, and then you're gonna see why how I ended okay. up back there. Bring it on home. For so me. the universe was is so was and it's so good to me that when I got to LA, um, one of my sorority sisters asked me if I wanted to be a production assistant on a television show. Mm-hmm. So I agreed, even though I wanted to be an actress, and I became a PA for a show called Judge Karen's Court, and I did that. And I production was re- assistant. For production assistant. And I did that, and I moved up really quick. Uh-huh. So then I got an opportunity to move to New York. Uh-huh. And tell me, shut up if I'm getting along with it. No, no, no. Keep going. Go <laughs> so on. I got an opportunity to move to New York to mm-hmm. um, be a television producer okay. on a TV show. And I was there for two years, and then the Maury show called me. Maury Povich. Maury Povich. Yeah. And they said that they heard about me and they wanted me to come. And to I didn't, work with them. Uh huh. And I didn't, yep. And I didn't even have to interview. Um, and I became a producer, the youngest producer at the Maury Show. I was there for three years. And how old are you now? I'm 30. Okay. Yeah. So I was there for three. Ooh, I'm 30. Ooh, I'm about to Girl, I'm life. 42. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You're 40 to do 30. You're right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I was there for three years okay. and um, I made a lot of money. I'm sure. So I was. 24 making bank mm-hmm. my bank account was looking real sexy mm-hmm. like i was doing really well i was able to support my family and then one day i said you know what i want to open up a business mm-hmm. and i didn't know how my father was a businessman now, did you want to share one. with them what, what you're doing now full-time yeah okay go ahead oh i'm getting in oh, okay go ahead okay, sorry look, I'm let, let me let you yet. fuck this up okay go ahead. okay so so anyway long story short is i opened up a business restaurant uh-huh. it did well and this was, is in new york in new york okay it opened for two years business was booming what was the name of it pinkies after me okay and then one day i woke up and my restaurant burned down so this uh-huh. is why i'm getting to where i am yeah right now. so my restaurant burned down and i lost everything Wow. So I went from making about $40,000 a month to getting evicted. My car got repoed. I was looking up numbers to get in the, the, the line to get the food stamps. Yeah, like listen. all of that. I went through a depression. Literally, I lost everything. You could write a book. Okay. Hello. You just told my book, but it's just a different version. Okay. Because listen, what I understand now, what I understand now, and I wish somebody had whispered this in my ear mm. at the time when I was going through it, God has an amazing way oh, of setting God. you up. Do you understand? And if you could just walk through the fire mm-hmm. if you can just walk through the fire and get to the other side it all will make sense do you understand that even through that fire i walked away with not a spot of smoke on me mm-hmm. because three days after my restaurant burned down i get a call from one of my good friends saying would you like to be the casting director for iyanla fix my life so she's the casting director now for iyanla fix my life well as of last week because my new business just oh so you so, so you put your notice in i was there for three years now so. see, so as I mentioned before, when I opened up the show, I talked about how um, I had seen somebody had told me about your business, the Slutty Vegan. Okay, and I and I believe in supporting black businesses as often as I can, mm-hmm. um, especially when they do it well. Mm-hmm. And so I always try to support black businesses. And so I said, I'm going to make it my business to go over there to support you. And so I come over there one day. I had just left the gym though, mm-hmm. so I was ravenous. <laughs> so I got over to the gym. I mean, I got over to the location because basically what you what you do with your food truck is you use your Instagram. Mm-hmm. You do a post in the mm-hmm. morning 
At 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock, mm-hmm. 3 p.m., you do a post uh-huh. on your Instagram, and you say, this is where the truck is going to be today at mm-hmm. 7 o'clock, and you put the address, and people show up. Yep. So this particular day, I had just left the gym, and you had posted. I had seen the post. It hadn't been up that long. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, I'm going to make it my business to go over there. So I dragged my friend Richard with me. We were just leaving the gym. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, there was a line. And I knew the line was too long for me to wait <laughs> because I was ravenous. I was so hungry. And I was like, I can't wait for this. And so I was on my live that mm-hmm. night in the line because it, it was almost time for me to go live at 9 o'clock on mm-hmm. Facebook. And I remember thinking... Well, I don't want to show them the truck yet because I hadn't tested the business yet. Oh. I didn't know if it was good yet. <laughs> right, right, right. And I believe in sharing everything that I know with them, mm-hmm. um, but not until I know for sure for firsthand. Right, right, right. And so I didn't show them the business or anything like that. I wouldn't even say the name. And so mm-hmm. I was in the line and I started talking to some girl in the line and she said, well, she went to Clark and she's really nice. She's like, um, she's up there. She just got here. I said, well, I wish I could have caught her when she walked past this line because I would have stopped her. I said, but I just don't know if I can uh, wait in this line. And they said, well, she's really nice. Go over there to the window. And so I went over to the window and I tapped. Well, you were looking you at me. but I, just, bestie, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, and so I just kind of like waved and you slid the glass up and you were still working. And I said to you, hi. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I really wanted to slide you a couple of dollars I get one of my burgers. But I was just like, okay, listen. I'm the showrunner for the Queen Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. I said, are you familiar with the show? You said, uh, yes. You said, of course. Who doesn't know this show? Okay. Right. She was like, of course. Who doesn't know the show? And so I said, well, listen, I would love for you to come and do the show. I said, I came over here to get in the line because I wanted to try the food. I said, but I just left the gym. The line is way too long. <laughs> that was your cue to say, oh, well, hold on. What you want? Oh, that was that it? <laughs> that oh, was your shit. cue. Look, so oh, anyway. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, listen, so you gave me your number. So you t- I took your number down. My friend Richard put it in his phone mm-hmm. so that I could, because I was live on mm-hmm. my Insta- on my Facebook. And so I got the number. I text you, and then we that next week or the week after, something like that, you we came for in. the Queen Supreme Court. And I want to say thank you. I You're don't know welcome. If I told you thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you again. That you was a welcome. great opportunity because yes. all the queens was on my Instagram. I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. <laughs> all the queens. Hey, yes. Queens. <laughs> so go ahead. So you 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 your place got burned down in in, in New York. Yes. And then I I started working for Eonla Fix My Life, which changed my life. Okay. That was the best experience ever. Because not only was I able to heal from the stuff that I was going through, I was able to be a beacon of light for the other women and men who were going through the similar things. Right. So now I can identify and meet you where you at. Absolutely. Because I'm not just talking to you as a producer. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to you as somebody who has actually had those same exact experiences who can speak to them and really give you the encouragement that you need Mm -hmm. and be kind of like that nurse to guide you to Dr. Eonla. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, that took place and it's booming. We had a great season. Mm-hmm. We raised the numbers up higher than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got the opportunity opportunity to move to Atlanta. Okay. because um, we relocated the show for right. mm-hmm. So I'm in Atlanta, I'm in the house, and I'm sitting down and I'm like, I'm hungry. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I want some vegan food, but it's not many places where I could go to get some good Correct. vegan Correct. And food. you are vegan. Oh, I'm vegan. How long have you been vegan? I've been fully vegan four years. I haven't. Four I've been, years. I'm vegetarian for 11 years. So total. 11 years vegetarian. Explain the difference for some people, because I know some people don't know the difference. So, so vegan is strictly plant-based. You don't mm-hmm. eat anything that comes from an animal, anything that had a heartbeat. Including including dairy, that Including kind of thing. dairy, right. So as a vegetarian, so for the last four years I've been vegan, but as a vegetarian, I only ate fish. So people call that pescatarian. pescatarian it's all about yeah. the language. It's right, not, right. Like it's a cult. That's what I identify yeah. as. Pescatarian. Because I'm still going to eat seafood. I'm from Maryland. Listen, I'm not Yeah, see, to... that was my thing. I love, when I say I used to eat crabs <laughs> like crazy. Oh, Lord have mercy. See, I'm, not ready, I'm not ready but, to give up the seafood. But I promise you, once you get into a vegan lifestyle, literally, mm-hmm. your taste buds change and, and your body adapts to that. No, I do agree that mm-hmm. your taste buds do change. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that my taste buds will acclimate if I come off the, Absolutely. the, the seafood. Because it's definitely changed in terms of um, not eating dairy and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. So are you fully vegan in terms of... In terms of deodorant, uh, skincare you stuff, shampoo. You want to smell these right now? Uh, I'm... Oh, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm wearing Tom's right now. I'm fully vegan. Okay, so you, yeah. do you shampoo. wear leather sneakers? 
no. shoes, no leather stuff. Because you know, for those who may not know, so so I'm not, and I want to be clear on it. There's some people that are vegan for different reasons, Correct. right? So there's some people that are vegan for the animals, and obviously I love animals. Mm-hmm. And then there's some people that are vegan for the lifestyle. So I'm a, I'm in between both, but I don't push my agenda on anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like. I ain't gonna get mad if my friend got on leather. That's right, not me. Right. Like, you know, but and do everybody you wear has leather or no? No. I okay. I'm, I, I don't even know how to dress. I just uh, put on something uh, and go. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? I just go. But um, yeah. So no, I'm not that kind of vegan. Right. I'm just a person that I just want to live a long, long, healthy lifestyle, and I want to be 50 looking like I'm 30. You know listen, what I'm and I want to do that. Now I know I look a little rough tonight, but no, when I go up. and shave oh, this no, up look, tomorrow, look, look, my head. He gonna give a real good thirty two. Hello. Okay. And I need a thirty three right here because my right. hand. But God is still good. Amen. Okay. Right. God okay. Know my heart. So go ahead. We did. Good. We did a nasty little left turn. <laughs> right. Okay. So but, let's get to the right. Right. All right. So um, I moved to Atlanta. Uh huh. And um, working with Yanla. Working with Yanla. And I came up with a great idea. Uh-huh. I was You're just hungry sitting, one night. I was hungry one night. Um, and I came up with slutty vegan. Now, mind you. Mm-hmm. I had PTSD from the last restaurant, and that does exist. I'm sure. No, no, no. Yes. You know, because to all my life, everything I've ever touched turned to gold. Right. So to have a perceived failure mm-hmm. at that time, I didn't mm-hmm. really, I still didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And, I, and you didn't understand that that, 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 that setback. That needed to happen. Yes, absolutely. Let me tell, let me tell you something, okay? Like, and I tell people now, like, I want you to fail. Yes. You get the best lessons the from The greatest failures. amount of growth comes from the most from painful experience. If you don't fail at something, how do you know if you need Absolutely. to get better or not? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that was, it was a, an expensive lesson, but mm-hmm. it was the best schooling that I could have ever gotten in my life. Girl, I believe you read my first book. Really? Yes. I read it in my head. Okay. Listen. We from Baltimore. Come yes. On. <laughs> You're speaking, though. You're really but yeah, speaking. But it, it was so necessary for me mm-hmm. to go through those trials and tribulations because had that not happened, I wouldn't have got the opportunity mm-hmm. to be on the Yala. I wouldn't have gotten opportunity to connect and build with the people that I would like I built so many great relationships there and mm-hmm. it gave me the clarity in my mind Absolutely. to come up with a concept where now you see it in the salon down the block that's what a setback will do for yeah. you it and gives it, you the time to catch your breath so glory, recalibrate okay yes glory for the setbacks like I really appreciate it mm-hmm. you know I appreciated it mm-hmm. so slutty vegan came to life mm-hmm. so when slutty vegan was born I didn't have a business plan. That's mm-hmm. why I say, let me tell you something. When you stay ready, you ain't never got to you get ready. You ain't got to get ready. Ain't no rule book. Ain't no plan. If it's, if the universe, if you've been good to the universe, the universe is going to be good right back to you. Uh-huh. And everything is going to come in line and, and be in alignment. So right. I started cooking out of a kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what kitchen was this? Was this? Prep ATL. So okay. it, it's a kitchen. A Did you have to pay? Yeah. It's okay. a shared kitchen that you paid for. So so wait, you're, you're hungry one night mm-hmm. and you did what? That I, night. I was sitting out and I sat up on my bed uh-huh. and I was like, slutty vegan. It just came to you? Yeah. Okay. And I, I was with my special friend and he was oh. talking. <laughs> Listen, that's another oh. show. Anyway, so he, w- he was like, oh my gosh, that's uh-huh. genius. Yeah. So then I just started coming up with names because- For the burgers and stuff? For the burgers. Tell us some of the names of the burgers and okay. then tell me because what? Okay. So we have the Sloppy Toppy. Okay. <laughs> that's with jalapenos. We have a burger called the Becky, and that's with potato oh, salad. The Becky. The be- As in rocking yeah, the mic. The Becky, yes. Okay. Sucking dick. We have the Dance Hall Queen. Oh. And, you know, I'm Jamaican, so I had to put a uh-huh, little, uh-huh, you know, yeah, mine uh-huh. on it. Um, uh, then we have the Fussy Hussy. That's like the all American burger. Okay. Then we have the fu- Ooh, I taste that burger. Oh. Then we then we have the fussy hussy. Now you know you could have brought me a burger over here tonight. You know what? I was rushing and I'm like, I didn't know your show was live. But I got one coming for you. I'm gonna have them Uber. But anyway, okay. <laughs> Look, go ahead. Uber. So, um, yeah, so uh what else? We have uh the one night stand. Okay. And that's with the vegan bacon. Okay. And then we have the menage a trois, and that's with the vegan-, vegan bacon is the one that I had. Yes, that's the one that you had. Yes. Then we have the uh menage a trois, and that's vegan bacon, vegan shrimp. And the patty and cheese and vegan onions. shrimp. Now let me ask you: Do you use jackfruit for your shrimp? No, I don't use jackfruit. Oh, okay, because yeah. I've had I've gone to another place because I've been trying to find other places as well. You know, to eat you know vegan meals and stuff well, like you that. You got one place that you gonna go every day, and that's Lady Vegan. Well, girl, I, listen, we're going to have to have some kind of arrangement because, listen, I ain't got the kind of time to be standing in the line <laughs> but to you come know and get what? a burger, niece. It's so, okay, it's so amazing that people really wait. Like I know it is, and that's the beauty of it. There's li- 
Let, I got look. What? What you want to do? It, it just kicked in. What? First of all, I had Keisha Bottoms eat one of my. Keisha burgers. Lance Bottom. That's the mayor for the Atlanta. The mayor of Atlanta. Uh huh. Jermaine Dupri ate one of my. Burgers. I saw that I on your Instagram. On him. Jazzy Faye. I had Ianla eat burgers. You had Neo, Neo I saw eat a that. burger. I had a whole bunch of like celebrity influencers. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know I'm missing like a whole bunch of people, but mm-hmm. like a lot of like influencers. And, and some of these people. people are not vegan. I know Neo is now. Neo is, but and Jermaine Dupri. Nobody else is vegan. Right. And these people aren't doing like they're they're not doing me any favors. Mm-hmm. They did it because they genuinely liked the like food the food. And they right. Really rock with the movie. Because when I came that night and was in the line, the girl who said to me, "She's really nice. Go up there and talk to her." She said, "Oh no, I eat meat." She said, "But this burger is really good." <laughs> Yeah. And she kept trying to coerce, not coerce me, she was really trying to convince me right. to stand in the line. She said, it's really worth it. And I no. said, girl, I believe it, but I'm not going to be able to do it tonight. No. Like, I was just too hungry. Yeah. But, but go me. ahead. I got you. Next time you come, you ain't even got the weight. Listen, so go ahead. So, so <laughs> you get a burger. You get a, you get a burger. <laughs> okay, so you sit up. You're with your special friend. Yes. You come up with the name Slutty Vegan, and then you start coming up with the, the names, names of the different kinds of burgers. Oh, and you ask me why. Yes. So, Sex Sells. For anybody Absolutely. that's watching, y'all know that. We watch Love Him. We watch all the mm-hmm. other shows. Sex Sells. Mm-hmm. And so, vegan for years, okay, we've been eating slave food, uh-huh. right? So, you know, if you- Tell the people if, again. If you, if you date back our history, we, we only were given the food- That, that was given that to was us. Given the to leftovers. Us, the leftovers. Yeah. So now today, and no offense to anybody who eats it, we eat the hog moths and the da 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 I just had this conversation yeah. the other day with them because um, we were talking about Scrapple. And somebody was like, what is Scrapple? I said, well, you know, that's all, you know, some people call it- um, Something cheese. Uh, mm. What's it called? Uh, I don't uh, even something know. cheese. I, it's another word for a scrapple, but it's basically the um, it's like hog everything cheese. grinded up. Yeah, it's like everything. It's the snout. It's the hoof. It's everything. It's everything left over from the pork, and they grind it up and they put it in a little patty and, they, and you slice it and you eat and, it. And, and it sits on the shelf cheese. for 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 days. It sits on the shelf for weeks. For, day, for weeks. Yes. So so the reason why I came up with the name and the concept is because. Anything that I, I I do, I want it to be able to evoke change. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, how can I merge both of these worlds, living a vegan, healthy lifestyle that people may consider boring or mundane? Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. think that vegans are self-righteous and uptight. Yeah. And you, you're like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Because I try not to proselytize people. Because right. like, I've now been off meat now a little over a year. September mm-hmm. made a year for me. Mm-hmm. But I just try to share with them. Mm-hmm. But I've had a few people say, oh, well, Craig, you're just going to throw it in our face. You're just going <laughs> to keep yeah. telling us. You know, I said, I'm not trying. Trying to, I'm not trying to make you mm-hmm. get off the meat. I ate meat for 40 years. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make you get off meat. I'm just simply telling you what I've learned, right. what I've discovered. You take what you want and what you don't. Right. Um, you don't. Right. You know. But I just have to let people know what the benefits are for me because Absolutely. for me, I've always I've worked out probably since I was 23, mm-hmm. and so I would every now and again get like this slight tingle in my right knee. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was because I was doing like leg presses at the gym Mm -hmm. or something like that. And I just thought that maybe it was like a little slight tenderness because of that. Mm -hmm. Well, when I came off the meat, in particular, the poultry, Mm -hmm. the chicken and Mm -hmm. the turkey, Mm -hmm. I have not felt it. I'm telling you. It's never happened again. And I would get like a a tightness Mm -hmm. in my lower back that I often ascribe to doing my squats at the gym. Mm-hmm. That subsided a great deal. Okay, come on. You know on. what I mean? It's Tell like people. there's certain things that I've noticed. Because you are what you eat. That's the reality. Yeah. And, you know, when you take, think about it, like people who are meat eaters, mm-hmm. you're eating a dead animal. Like if you let that resonate and right. if you let it marinate, like right. you're eating something dead. And people often say, well, but you need meat. But that's just what you've been conditioned to you've believe. You've been conditioned to believe You really that, don't you can thrive meat. off of, let's get real, you can thrive off of an alkaline-based lifestyle and eat fruits and vegetables. You can exactly. do that. And yeah. I've done that before. Like yeah. I do that throughout the year. Yeah. So obviously, slutty vegan is, mm-hmm. is, is plant-based, but it's vegan junk food. However, right. if I can even spark the conversation to right. get you to pay attention, right. then we can have further conversations on how you can really live the lifestyle that's mm-hmm. going to help you to really live a long time. Because and, even when you look at like women, in particular black women, mm-hmm. so many women have uh, fibroid issues now. Yeah, I did I more it than it, more than ever. I got the surgery, and you have to you have to start looking at the connection. And I say to my followers all of the time because I have a lot of women that mm-hmm. follow my page, mm-hmm. and I say to them all of the time that when when I was growing up. When somebody had cancer, it was like, oh my God, it was it was so devastating. It was like mm-hmm. the most devastating thing mm-hmm. ever. But now when somebody says, oh, she has cancer, you're like, oh, well, what kind? Mm-hmm. You're not as devastated. You're, you're just not. like, well, what kind is it? Is it, you know what I mean? Like you're not even. Because oftentimes what happens is, is 
you are what you eat. So yeah. if, and a lot of times in these slaughterhouses, like these animals know they're going to be killed. Oh, absolutely. So there is a chemical reaction that takes place mm. when, when, when this animal his head is chopped open. Yeah. Right. So now you're getting all of that emotion, everything that that animal was feeling, and you're digesting that, and that's going into your system. So everything that animal felt, and it might sound crazy, right. but it's real. Right. Whatever not, that animal felt, you feel. And not to mention all of the processing all of that the happens, process, how yeah. long the pork or the the pig sits out mm-hmm. in the in the barrel in the heat mm-hmm. before they slaughter it and mm-hmm. you know it becomes bacon or whatever a lot of it is unsanitary yes a lot of the chemicals which which contributes to a lot of the diseases that we have especially in our communities because mm-hmm. when you go to the lower end grocery stores you could see 20 wings for 3.99 how you got 20 let's talk about that tilapia hello hello I can't do it. Listen. I can't. So, you know, it's one of those things where I don't try to push my agenda on people, but I'm like, how can I push this agenda in a way where people can hear it? It's sexy. It's fun. And you'll enjoy it. Exactly. It made it it, more attractive. Yeah. Somebody was just like, oh my gosh, you like the Harriet Tubman for vegans. I'm like, (laughs) well, I wouldn't say all that. However, but the, the statement, it made me think about it. I'm like, wow. Like... I'm so grateful that I get to be like that beacon of light mm-hmm. to really like bring people to the mm-hmm. light. And I'm not saying that you got to convert. Right. But if I can open you up to a newer lifestyle, yeah. So for you, so you could seek the knowledge on and your maybe own, reduce how much you eat. You the eat, meat. then then I'm making the world a better place. Uh, right. And and I'm walking in my purpose. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And that feels and I, really good. Yeah. And I think everybody has a purpose. Everybody and, and I has believe a that if every one of us, can you imagine if we all lived our purpose and did what we were called to do? Mm-hmm. I believe that there will be certain things. Most of the problems that we find in the world, whether it's homelessness, mm-hmm. that could be cured mm-hmm. because it wouldn't take. It, it would be more than one person attacking homelessness. Mm-hmm. Let's just say if three hundred thousand people mm-hmm. were called in this lifetime mm-hmm. to do homelessness, it would be cured. Mm-hmm. If everybody who was meant to be a doctor went to school, there wouldn't be a cancer. There wouldn't be a HIV. You know what I mean? But just that's whatever. Why, that's why you got to listen to the spirit so yeah. that you can walk into your calling. And mm-hmm. if it's tugging on your heart, like one thing I know about me, like. I have that spirit of intuition. I'm an empath, mm-hmm. so I can feel everything. When is your birthday? December 8th. Okay. I'm a Sag. I can feel everything, right? Uh-huh. So, like, I know when something is wrong. Yeah. I know when something is right. And I feel like we all have that capability. We all have that, we but all, we don't all know how to tap into it. We don't know how to tap into yeah. it. And once you are able to magnify that, yes. like, everything will really start coming into alignment and coming into place. Because literally, like, I listen to my heart and my spirit. I don't mm-hmm. listen to nothing else. Like, mm-hmm. I move with the energy. If mm-hmm. the energy don't feel right, I don't do it. I don't care how yeah. much money you got. I don't care what you can do for me. I don't care about none of that. If Oprah energy, says all the time, doubt means yeah. don't. Yeah. Doubt means Doubt don't. Doubt means don't. Yeah. If I don't feel it in my spirit, I don't care. I will not do it. Mm-hmm. So once you know and you feel that in your heart and your nipples and your toes and your oh. fingers, if you feel that in your body, <laughs> yeah. then you can walk in your purpose and you can do what God has called you to do. Absolutely. You know what I mean? She's slutty vegan ATL on Instagram. Follow me, y'all. Slutty vegan ATL on Instagram. 10 years. Hey, She's 10 man. years raw vegan. Oh, December 9th. Hey, my sage. Yes. Okay, so you were you were nervous to open up this new restaurant because you had this post traumatic stress stress uh, syndrome from when the last one burned. Yeah. So so there was a piece of me, but I had to surrender that. Absolutely. You know, and I'm still a work in progress. Yeah. I had to because every day I'm a perfect. I'm late. Yeah, yeah, because you were at the yeah, food truck, because right? Everything I had to really change my language because at first I'm like I like the momentum is so big I don't want it to fail, and mm-hmm. now I'm like the momentum is so big I'm going to do whatever I can do to make it succeed. Absolutely. And now that I it's started your language, change, yeah, it's it's, you got to change that language. So now that I'm changing the language, like I don't walk in fear. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like nothing, everything that happens happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like there's been situations my when tire, and as it should. Yeah, my tire blew out. And then the next day I get a call, Neil wanted us to come to on set for a food truck, mm-hmm. you know, to give out food. Like every single thing. Like there's every time. Right. There's you just have to tell glory. yourself something's going Something to happen. Something is going to happen. Something's going to happen. So I don't and you have to leave it and keep going. So I don't move in fear. I don't walk in fear. I'm just taking it all in because, you know, I did have those experiences, but mm-hmm. I needed those experiences. So, so mm-hmm. now I'm just getting better mm-hmm. and better mm-hmm. and better and better. Because you, you, you learn to predict how things are going to work mm-hmm. out because you, you you have to learn to pay attention to your life mm-hmm. and you have to pay attention to the things that happen in your life and respect those things as omens. Yeah. I believe that's the universe. That's Absolutely. God directing you, teaching Absolutely. you, telling you what's next. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it takes practice to get to that point. Absolutely. But the only way you get to that point is if you fall down a few times mm-hmm. and then you learn to anticipate I got some how scuffs, things. Okay? Yeah, listen. But listen, they are my warmarks and, and I need them and that's why I want to be a walking testimony especially mm-hmm. for 
entrepreneurs, like mm-hmm. especially young black entrepreneurs, like mm-hmm. we get it so hard. Like mm-hmm. even with the business, I'll give you an example. Like the pressure is real. That expectation level, any little thing goes wrong, the expectation level is so big. Like they, they don't go into a white establishment and require that much. But for me, come, come on, somebody. Hello. Let, let me Hello? let me let me tell you what I say to them all of the time. Sometimes we are more we're we're harder on and each critical. other yes. than we have to be, than we should be. Do you because, understand? Because what happens is. They go into what we go sometimes go into a, a black owned business mm-hmm. and we get satisfactory or unsatisfactory mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. And then we shouting and telling everybody about it. Oh, that that was horrible. They don't get it right. Mm-hmm. We go into a white business, also get bad service. We ascribe that to racism. Yep. No, sometimes it's just bad service. Sometimes it's you know just what I'm saying? Service. But we will we won't label all white businesses mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. having bad service, mm-hmm. but we will label all black businesses. Mm-hmm. We have one bad experience with a black business and every black business is oh, just horrible. Oh, yes. Like I, and I mean, luckily for me, fortunately, I've only had probably about, honestly, I could say about like, most of my, my bad reviews are from the weight. But I mean, it's a lot mm-hmm. of people we own a food truck. But you but can't do anything about that right now. I can't do anything right about now. that. So I probably had about like three bad reviews. I mean, that's right. better than 300 bad reviews, right? right? But like, I'm like, I see my people. You look like me. Mm-hmm. Send me a you don't gotta write a post about my business, but I'm like, you know what? I need, I need that because guess what? It made us better. It makes me grow. Yeah, yeah. it makes me yeah. grow. Yeah. And I so, so that's why I'm looking at every situation with the glass half full. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if I look at it that way, I'm like, you know what? That's not my stuff. That's their stuff. That has, that has nothing to do with That's me. a reflection of how they Absolutely. feel about the world yeah. and, how, and and how they, they may not be satisfied, like every little thing. Because I've also had people where they might not have been 100% satisfied, but they reached out to I love what you're doing. Next time, just do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you grow. Yeah, and that's how you, that's grow. How you grow. But either way, it's a win-win. Right. Because God is so good. Okay, so <laughs> you get the opportunity to open up this food truck. Mm-hmm. So you set up, you come up with the names, then what happened? Um, so I came up with the names and uh-huh. I started in a, a food kitchen, right? Okay. So I started cooking out of the kitchen and the first week I had like about four customers and I said- The there. whole week? The whole week. Go ahead. And I'm like, God, talk to me. Like, uh-uh. tell me what you Listen. want me to do. I'm letting go. Mm-hmm. And this is, th- that was actually my third time because I had a juice bar too. I didn't say that. But okay. I had a successful juice bar in New York too. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know that this is going to work because mm-hmm. I believe that this is going to work. Mm-hmm. And then there was um, a lady named Plant Based Princess. She makes like really popular ice cream. Um, she makes really popular ice cream. I love whoever was that just wrote that. Thank you. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so um, <laughs> she makes really popular ice cream. So she posted me. Uh-huh. And ever since she posted me, my business shot through the roof. Mm-hmm. And I went from having what 70 people today to 150 people tomorrow mm-hmm. to 300 people standing in line mm-hmm. to people standing in line for four hours at a time mm-hmm. waiting to eat my food and see and that's what i just had this conversation with them yesterday i was saying to them that sometimes we don't even use our social media to promote each other right and it could be something as simple as that mm-hmm. we have people that have thousands upon thousands of followers that won't i've said this to them that like i've wanted people to post my book you know what I'm saying? But I don't fret over that because mm-hmm. the energy that I spend worrying about that, mm-hmm. I could be using that energy to, to move yeah. myself forward. Yeah. But but that's beautiful. And that mm-hmm. was what I wanted to do for you, too, because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, she's doing well, Thanks. but I know what the Queen's Supreme Court can do. Oh, you know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, that and was so, a, yeah. That was and so I knew. And, and I want to be clear. So when people hear me talk about celebrities, the celebrity angle is important. I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. why. Because naturally... <laughs> People are followers, right? Absolutely. So when you see people ascribe to like celebrities and their mm-hmm. fans and all that stuff, if I can get the message through a celebrity Absolutely. who has a bigger reach Absolutely. that can translate my message in a way where people can hear it, right? that's how I know that I've done something. Right. You know, I've, I'm already winning here, yeah, yeah. but if I can get this it's person just the potential. Yeah, to, you, to yeah. take my platform and, and, and give it to the masses, yeah. then more people are paying attention mm-hmm. because it's bigger than just flipping burgers. Absolutely. It's bigger than fries and burgers and sloppy toppies and selling right. sex. It's right. bigger than that. Right. I'm getting people to understand that the food can still taste good and not be dead. Exactly. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and it's been working. It's a working formula, which is why the business is growing as fast as it, as it is, which uh-huh. is why a lot of people are supporting the business and you know, I'm just grateful. Right. I'm grateful for all of that. Absolutely. Because because more not more meat eaters are eating the food than vegans. And I just told them that. <laughs> I said, listen, there were more people in that line mm-hmm. who eat meat. And I, and I said to my friend Richard that day mm-hmm. when we got there, I said, I need these people who eat meat to get up that get the hell out this line. Yeah. They you know what I'm saying? Asking and, for double pay. Absolutely. But I love it. I know. So you yeah. have four customers that whole first I, week. I and I understand customers. that because see the thing is 
here's what I understand too about having a vision. Mm-hmm. Just because God blesses you the vi- with the vision today, mm-hmm. doesn't mean He's ready for you to execute it okay. today. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so, and just because you execute it doesn't mean that it's going to happen just like this. Mm-hmm. I say this to them all of the time. It's just like when you set up a website. Sometimes people set up a business and they mm-hmm. think that just because they spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a website, mm-hmm. that all of a sudden their business is just going to take off. No, mm-hmm. you still got to drive people to the business. Mm-hmm. So when I put my first book out, the same kind of experience happened. I had lost everything, like you mm-hmm. talked about. I moved to L.A., had nothing, not even a car. Mm-hmm. And I got to L.A. three months after I was there, I started writing my first book. Mm. And once I was done, I came back to Atlanta. So I was in L.A. for about a year. Mm. Came back to Atlanta. And I thought that because I was obedient, Mm -hmm. listened to God, moved across country, Mm. wrote this book, figured it all out, Mm. published it. I thought that things were just going to take off like that. Mm. And there were days and weeks and months where I sold a couple books. And Mm. I was just like, okay, God, Mm -hmm. what what you going to do? Now, Mm -hmm. I was obedient. Now, Mm -hmm. you told me to do this. Now, I'm waiting on you. So I understand that. So you yeah. had four customers that first week. Now, how much was it to um, cook in that kitchen? $1,800. Oh, dear God. Lord a month? Mercy. Yeah, so my little bank account at that time. So you, well, were li- you were doing this off your savings? Yeah, yeah. Off my savings and off my earnings from my job. From the job, yeah. right. But literally overnight. When I say overnight. So how long were you in there? I was there for three weeks and they put me out because it was too many people coming up there. So I bought a food truck. I said, and I've never been on a food in my life. I've so never what been on happened a food truck. was the lady who makes the ice cream posted you. She posted me. Yes, plant based princess. Follow her. She's another black owned business. She sells the best vegan ice cream. She's in here. Atlanta. Yes. Oh, I got to get first her on batch. the podcast. It's called first batch. Oh, I can connect you. Yes. Yes. Okay. We're she sells. She, she actually sells. Are these people in Atlanta or from? Some of them are in Atlanta, but they all over. Go to Moods Music. She has her ice cream in Moods Music in Little okay. Five Point. Little Five. Yeah. yeah. On Euclid. And I'm actually in my restaurant. I'm going to be selling her ice cream. I'm oh, making dope. Milkshakes. Like yes. vegan milkshakes. Yes. Like loaded milkshakes. Okay. But she posted me, and then literally, like people started coming in the numbers because at first you you only could order your food through dm and then you pick it up okay and then i got a truck because it was too many people coming to the facility now how did you know so what they told you that you had too many people coming there yes they told me i had too many people that's ridiculous so you if, want your rent paid right yeah i'm scared out of my mind because i'm like i've never gotten on a food truck i ain't never stepped foot on. A how food did truck. you know how to find the food truck well it's so let me tell you something. I'm telling you, when something is for you, it you ain't got up. to look. Yes. You ain't got, it's going to come to you. Yes. I went to get some restaurant equipment, and it was like, oh, he's selling a food truck. And I'm like, what? I didn't have to sign no credit. I didn't have to do nothing. I put $10,000 down. He said, it's yours. Really? Do you understand? Yeah. I didn't know what to do with a food truck. Right. I started on that food truck, and it worked. And you did you put the, you put did all of this with your own money. You didn't get well, a bank to back I you. I didn't or, get no loan. And right. my auntie, my mom, and nobody helped me. I did this See, that's the own. advantage that oftentimes other folks get that mm. we don't get. Yeah. And that's why I always say to people, too, you know, people are always saying, well, black, white folks always have a head start. They have, they have businesses, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they... they but the bottom line is a lot of times they ha- they're afforded mm-hmm. luxuries and privileges that we mm-hmm. don't often don't get. We mm-hmm. often don't get um, a bank to back us. Mm-hmm. We often don't have family members that mm-hmm. can put the money up for us. So you did it on your own. Yeah, I did it. And I, did, and I didn't have any of that. My father, like I grew up in a single family home. My mother had four jobs. Like we had nothing. For Christmas, I was getting earmuffs and toothbrushes for Christmas right. and hand-me-downs. I got my first job when I was 13 years old. So I li- everything that I have, I literally had to work hard for. Mm-hmm. So I saved up my money and I got that truck. And So when, you bought, the, go ahead. I bought that truck. And how I, long from the time that you bought it to the time that it was actually up and running? How much time had elapsed? Um, Two weeks. So, oh, I played no games. So the truck was ready to go? Did you have to get it inspected? Did you have to get yeah, serviced? Yeah, it took two weeks. I had to get it took two it was, weeks. That's what I'm saying. Like it was, This entire experience has literally, even mm-hmm. down to my restaurant. So I just acquired a space. Yes, and yes. we coming to that. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, so I just got a space. Wait, okay, how long has the food up. truck been up and running? The food truck has been up and running for a month and a half now. So you just bought month, the truck? Yeah, I just bought the truck. I'm telling you, this I'm like the Cardi B of food trucks. Right Correct. Now. <laughs> food. Like it's literally happening. So you so bought fast. the truck. Mm-hmm. The business started booming. Now remember, those of you that are listening, it doesn't always happen this fast, niece. Now remember, <laughs> yes, her truck that she has now took off like this. But remember, this lady had a business in New York, so she, mm-hmm. she ain't just start a business. Yeah. Like she's had other. So the business. grind been real. So the grind has been there all my life. I've been grinding. This right, showing up in this kind of way. So you got the truck. You had it painted and all mm-hmm. that stuff because I see she got the wrap on mm-hmm. the truck. You know, it says "Slutty Vegan" yeah. all over mm-hmm. it. So you got the wrap. 
Um, how did you find your employees? Instagram. Okay, so you found your employees. Instagram, Instagram, and then one of my employees. This is social media is an amazing thing. Social media. If you, you can do more Listen. than just post uh, fight fights and stuff on your social media. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so um, I found them on Instagram, and I got the best set of employees. They treat my business like it's their it's own. Theirs, yeah. This is my first time actually not being in my restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they're there still right now, right? They're there still right now. Right. And I'm like, I was sitting there, and I'm like, I don't. They like go. We got it. Really? Like surrender. Let mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they te- they teaching me right. what I'm teaching them. They're right. like surrender. Let right. go. We fine. So like meeting them on Instagram, my whole business was like put together through Instagram. Yeah. And it's see that's the difference between millennials too. Yeah. See you you guys know, and I just did a podcast on mm-hmm. Monday about about millennials and how millennials can use digital marketing mm-hmm. like social media and stuff mm-hmm. like that to move their business forward and you are an example of that yeah because you know as long as you capitalize off that access to the information absolutely then then you can win off of it mm-hmm. literally like I don't have a publicist I don't have a marketing team behind neither me. do I I don't have anything literally mm-hmm. I just had like an idea that came to life and people started supporting it mm-hmm. and then how I did my marketing plan I'm like alright I'm gonna just do video reviews and it worked so you st- when you say video reviews, you mean people who ate it, who ate the food, yeah. and they were like, I've been slutted. Yeah, so it's like a digital Yelp. Yeah. So, like, you don't even have to go to Yelp anymore. You can just come to my page and see the people eating a, re- you know, eating a burger and giving their review. Right. And mind you, I, I don't ask anybody to write a review. Right. So they see somebody else doing it, they like the food, and they send me the video, and I post it. I get hundreds of videos. Really? Hundreds of videos. See, so you're going to get to a point where you're not going to be able to manage your social media. I know. You're going to have to have somebody else do it. Because, see, I'm at that point now where it's becoming too much. Yeah. They, they be messaging me and they be upset because I haven't responded Oh, I get time. that every day. I'm like, baby. I get that every day. But but what I try to do is I try to respond as much as I, I do can. I do, too. I do, too. Um, Because I never, like, I never want to get too big for myself. I know. I know. You know what I'm saying? And I like, want to be able to be in touch with the people. Yeah, I got to be in touch I with the people because, you know, I want to be tangible. Like, me, too. Me, too. I'm just an ordinary person. But there's going to come a point, niece. That you're not going to be able to do that. Now, you may be able to jump in there sometime and be able to do it, but it's going to, and that's the beauty of it. There's going to come a point where you're not going to be able to do all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to be busy doing other things. And again, it's not mm-hmm. to say that you won't be able to ever do it, mm-hmm. but you are going to get to a point because, like you said, you're going into a restaurant now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so if you have customers sending you reviews, through Instagram right. and they trying to talk to you about your food like you're gonna it's oh, gonna, I'm gonna be- hit my GM up like what what, what is this right <laughs> But, but I am able to be who I am right. and be comfortable in my skin when I'm able to reach the people like right. on every level. I've always been like that. I'm just a people person. I love right. talking to people. Yeah. And that's how I thrive. Right. Like, you know, communication. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we were commun- you were communication major major in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was I. We had that conversation <laughs> Come on, too. Yeah. We had a lot of we have a lot of stuff in common. Yeah. Okay, so the truck has been in business for a month, you said? Yeah, for about a month. So actually, so just so you can get an idea. I've been in business since August 6th. Today okay. makes day 101. Okay. So it was 100 days yesterday. Right. And today is day 101. Wow. The restaurant will be open January 1. And um, where is it going to be? On Abernathy. Ab- Over in the West End? That was so bottom of Abernathy. Um, <laughs> 1542 in the West End. 1542 uh-huh. Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard. Okay. It's right beside Greens and Gravy. Okay. Real popular restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm opening. I was going to open December 8th on my birthday. Uh-huh. But um, I just got another food truck. So, so you're going to have two moving around the city. Yeah, so I'm going to have one on the east side and one on the that's west side. That's smart. And, and that's what I was going to ask you. Are you still going to do the food truck once the restaurant is open? Yes. I think it's smart to do so, that. So the food truck is like a business within itself. Absolutely. So the food truck is like, it's almost like a cat and mouse. Like you post where they at. Yeah, I got to yeah. find them. And it's big in LA, but that's not really big in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to have a fleet of food trucks mm-hmm. and then the restaurants. And I already have some pretty big investors that want to invest on. Um, Working on it. I right know now. Neo is one of them. Ooh, ooh. Oh, oh, I, I, oh, oh, I pay his attention. Oh, I know he's one of them. Neo, he's one of the food truck investors, or is for the restaurant, or potentially is, for the restaurant. Okay, that's yeah. dope. Yeah, so that okay. is really dope. And I mean, it, there's some other um, prospects. Now you that, maintain most of your shares now. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, oh okay. No. Well, see, I'm the, I'm, no. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I can't. I ain't doing no partners. However, right. I'm definitely, um, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in a space where. 
You know, it's so interesting. Your life can literally change overnight. Just like that. Literally. I say to them, God could t- wake up one day. You could wake up one day and God be like, you know what? It's her turn. Yeah. She's been working. It's her- Let me pull her number. It's her turn. It-, it can happen like that. And that's how it happened for me. Yeah. So I remember the times where like, I couldn't even get people on the phone. Girl. Hello? Who are you telling? So, and now... People are on my line. Right. I'm sending people to voicemail. Listen. Powerful players. And I'm not saying that in a cocky way. Like, yeah, no, oh, no, I get it. Voicemail. No, I get but it. But like now I have that leverage where I can have the conversations that I want to have. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Not the Absolutely. conversations that like I want people to have with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's a great feeling. Right. Because I've been working so hard to be able to like use that leverage to my advantage. You know what I mean? Here's my question for you. Because a friend of mine said to me years ago, Craig, right now you're just praying to be able to pay your bills. This was years ago. Mm. And I was at the, at the depth of that depression that we talked about. Mm-hmm. He said, Craig, right now you're just pay, praying to be able to pay your bills. But your prayers change. Mm-hmm. He said, what are your prayers going to be once you start living off of this writing thing? Mm. So my question to you is, what are your, your, I'm sure your prayers are going to change. What are your prayers for your life five years from now? Mm. Oh, that's a good one. You well, come back to well, it. No, no, no. Oh, well, I'm ready. <laughs> Are you ready? So one thing I know for sure and one mm-hmm. thing I know to be true is my story is already read. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So all of my prayers are saying thank you. Yeah. I'm not asking for anything mm-hmm. because everything that I've ever wanted, God already has it lined up. It's mm-hmm. like a list, like, mm-hmm. okay, next, next, And you just next. have to walk to it. And I just got to walk in mm-hmm. that. So all I'm doing is say, thank you, Lord. Whatever mm-hmm. you got for me. And that's what surrendering looks like. Yes. I surrender. And I thank you for whatever you want to give to me mm-hmm. because I know the story is already written. Mm-hmm. And whatever I do or say, it's not going to change how it is. Yeah, I have the right to my will to do that. But I know that you have the final say and you're going to have my best interest mm-hmm. and make sure that everything is going to be okay. Absolutely. So in the next Next five years, I'm saying thank you. Thank you for the next five, ten businesses. Mm-hmm. Thank you for um, the ability to do some philanthropic work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Thank you f- to be able to provide opportunity for my family and my friends and for the people that I don't know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Because those prayers are already answered. Already anything answered. that I ever wanted, anything that I ever ever desired in my entire life, God already has that planned out for me. Mm-hmm. And I see that because he's just done it. He did it with yeah. Bloody Vegan. And I think the key to moving to the next level... Mm-hmm walking into that destiny is being able to go through the setbacks and the pitfalls gracefully. Yes. Like you talked about your mm-hmm. your you, you had you had a blowout or something in mm-hmm. your car and then the next day Neo reached out and was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I need you to deliver some food." Mm-hmm. But the key is, and I talk about this all the time, the key to moving to that next level is going through the setbacks with grace. Mm-hmm. Every single time something happens and it's not according to your plan, mm-hmm. you have to say God, what is it that you want me to learn from this? Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to learn from this? Okay. Instead of sitting there griping and complaining mm-hmm. and, and thinking that, that it's a sign that it's not going to happen mm-hmm. because all of those things are designed to grow you. Absolutely. And so that's a part of God saying, oh, you know what? It's her turn. Or, oh, mm-hmm. okay, it's his turn. Mm-hmm. Because you have you can't complain. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta, it, it can be, you can be knocked down mm-hmm. and you might need to catch your breath. You might get winded, but mm-hmm. you have to just try to find the lesson in all of it. Cause it's always, cause a it's lesson. always there. Good, bad, and indifferent. It's, it's always, always there. A lesson. Yeah. So do you see yourself maybe franchising one day? Well, yeah. So. Cause then, you know, people will pay you, let's say 30 or $50,000 to start a franchise. They want to do it right now. But and I'm then like, you'll get a piece yeah. of it. The- but right now where I'm at with uh, the businesses, like. I'm enjoying this yeah, experience. Yeah, I agree. Right I now. think you should wait. You know? Yeah, I'm enjoying this experience, but I know that Slutty Vegan has the potential to yeah. to be bigger than McDonald's and bigger than yeah. Burger King and bigger than all those, but in a way where no animal had to be compromised Absolutely. to make that happen. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I know that at the end of the day, I'm going to sit back and my grandkids and their kids and their kids are going to have a stake in my company and uh-huh. they can be proud of me. Mm-hmm. And, and Let me ask you this. Do you think that maybe um, the food at some point would be able to be frozen and carried in grocery stores? Or People is that not something? People keep asking me that. You know, it's interesting i think that slutty vegan well slutty vegan is a niche business right mm-hmm. it's, it's not necessarily designed for children you know mm-hmm. and um, i saw your comment one day oh, on you your saw Instagram. oh i did I, I had to slightly politely read uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but you know um it, it's not for everybody uh-huh. so it's for the people who understand the movement and, uh-huh. and that's okay mm-hmm. and then the next business that i create will, will be for another niche you know yeah. because again like you said millennials it's a niche business it is. so everybody's going to talk about it but i'm hitting this market right here yeah the, these are for the millennials yeah because you know young people really don't go out to eat no more 
mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They order, they order food and yeah. they deliver. Yeah. And but they're they're intellectual, not that older people aren't, but they're but they're savvy. They're savvy, yeah. and they have like a lot more, a, a lot different conversations, mm-hmm. you know, than than we would have had probably like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So that that is the market that I'm really looking for, right. you know, but. It's just a beautiful thing. Right. And I forgot my thought, but whatever I just said is just a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> That is so dope. So your restaurant is going to open, you said January? January 1st. January 1st. So, and then will you have the second food truck before then? Or well, the food truck. I'm going to reveal the food truck uh, December 8th for my birthday. I'm going to be okay. on Sister Circle on December 7th. Oh, so. really? <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I feel like I'm going to drink. Pinch me. <laughs> That is so dope. It really is yeah. dope. And I love to see people win. I really do. Because when I, I see people that. win, I see myself in it. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that if God would do it for her or he'll do it for him, mm-hmm. I know he'll do it for me mm-hmm. too. So it's, it's good to see. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, I said to myself that I am going to, like for instance, yesterday, um, I gave out 200 burgers for people. people I saw but, that for the voting. Yeah. So if you had voted and you posted your I voted um, sticker. I vote Slutty Vegan. Yes. And I voted. Yes. Um, you would get a free burger. Mm-hmm. So I'm really... It's my intention to make sure that I use this platform for good. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people have the power and don't use it as leverage. Mm-hmm. But I want to use the power that I have with Slutty Vegan and the mm-hmm. reach that I have to really reach communities and to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so upcoming, like what I'm doing on Sunday, um, I'm giving out free burgers. To, this Sunday? To um, the Zone 1 Precinct. Uh-huh. Oh, the police department. Uh-huh. The police department. Okay. Just to show that we appreciate you. And the community. And so I don't get no ticket. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to show that we appreciate right. you. And then um, I have something for the shelters. Like You know what I'm saying? Like, That's awesome. I really want to, anything that I can do, whether big or small, mm-hmm. to like really support my communities mm-hmm. because the, the bigger organizations don't necessarily always do it. Mm-hmm. So if I could take my little earnings and support, yeah. like I know those blessings are going to come back I, to me. They tenfold. always do. Always. They always do. You know, because what you put out, you're going to get It th- has to come back. It's, it's like a boomerang. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so that that's what that's why I keep telling people it's bigger than just mm-hmm. burgers and fries. Yeah. Like what you see, you might see a burger. Baby, don't French fries. We're good. Oh God, is good. Thank you, girl. That sauce that was on there. The bang you right. Those Go are called ahead. dummy fries. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so you know, I really, I just love to help people, right. and I love to give back. Like one of my employees. This is gonna sound so crazy, mm-hmm. but he was in front of Walmart. And he had a sign up, and he said that um, he needed money for food. Mm-hmm. And it, he tugged on my spirit. And you know what I did? I cleaned him up. I gave him a job. Mm-hmm. And every single day, like, it just warmed my heart to see him mm-hmm. because he's like, you changed my life. Right. Like, if I, little old me, mm-hmm. if I can do something to help to change people's lives, and I know that God is working through me, then I know I'm doing something right. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. <laughs> for any entrepreneurs out there, like, if you've been dreaming, if you've been working on that thing. Right. And that thing has just been like building in your spirit. And that's something that you really want to do. Like, do not give up. That's a whisper. It's a whisper. Mm -hmm. Because literally, if you start feeling like, I don't want to do this, like you feel like you want to quit. You're right there. Mm -hmm. Literally, there's Mm -hmm. been plenty of times. I'm like, I don't know. And then all the things that I wanted ever came. They always came to me. So for all the entrepreneurs, all the starving artists out there, it's going to come. Like last year, I would have never imagined my life to be looking like how it looks right now. So it can change. It can happen so fast overnight. So just, you know, just keep going. Don't give up. Block out the noise, block out the naysayers. Anything that you want and anything that you desire is going to happen if you believe. Mm -hmm. All right, well, listen, thank you for listening to this podcast. This is so much to say. Uh, Please share this podcast. Please, please, please share the podcast. Um, Again, this is Slutty Vegan. This is Pinky. She is the owner. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Thank you. All right. We're here each and every Monday at 10 a.m. Be safe. Keep loving yourself. Mm